Hey y'all, it's your favorite fashion crew again. Welcome back to Where Fashion Meets. Yeah, we are excited for y'all to check out another brand new episode. Um, really quick, make sure to follow us everywhere as a group on Where Fashion Meets podcast. I believe we're on Instagram and TikTok. Um, so just to recap what we talked about last week, we got into the Oscars. Do's and don'ts of what we like and what we don't like. The girls either were serving or they was looking like a hot glue gun fashion. Okay? Looking like who done it and where the hell was your goddamn stylist? Uh, today, which I think is a very important topic that we need to discuss. And I think we're going to also expose why some of y'all really need to go back to the foundations of your Come fashion on. business. So first, we want to get into ethics, specifically how we feel like the black market when it comes to fashion is really hurting our black designers and businesses. And I brought this up uh, initially to Kayla and Jay because I was just randomly scrolling, I think, on Facebook. And I saw this girl that I know sell a fake bootleg Telfar bag in her boutique. And I'm just thinking... Telfar not only is black, so why are you sitting up here trying to bootleg from black people anyway? But Telfar is not even that expensive. It is so affordable. For you to be bootlegging in your bitch ass Instagram boutique. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. Um, My personal opinion. And I know some of y'all gonna say what y'all wanna say, especially people that are very much in like the luxury space, but it's my opinion, fight me. Um, I'm more open to people bootlegging your Chanel's and your Gucci's and shit like that because these are companies that have been known time and time again to not really give two shits about us as black people, whether it's consumers, the designers that they steal ideas from, and shit like that. I'm more open to y'all bootlegging and black marketing their shit. I really don't give a fuck. But then when you when you get to the point of bootlegging a black designer, Telfar, who his stuff is as cheap as $100 to $300. Hey, Virgil Abloh. I'm sorry, because I'm my, I'm butthurt. Because Macari let this girl see oh! a fake Virgil Abloh belt, and I am not getting over it. But <clears throat> go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Virgil as well. Um, I'm not sure if, like, any of the Brandon Blackwoods are bootleg, but there's been a lot of designers that are trying to break into the luxury space that have more affordable priced products that have gotten their design stolen or, again, black marked, and now they keep popping up on these bootleg Instagram boutiques. And it's like, no one's going to take us seriously until we start to take ourselves seriously. Mm. And part of that is, instead of bootlegging for your bitch-ass boutique... It's the bitch-ass boutique. Because I hate... I'm over... Like, if you go to the extent of trying to bootleg a black designer, you are a bitch-ass boutique owner. And I don't give a fuck. Fight me. My DMs are open, and I I respond back. I mean, yeah. I I agree. Like, especially when you're harming a black business. It's already hard out here. For black people. For black people in general, especially black black business owners. And luxury designers. And luxury black (laughs) um, makers and creators. It's it's tough because it's we already got people out here who steal our designs. Yeah, they literally steal our designs and don't give a fuck and then act like oh well you know they have a small following ain't nobody gonna know this baby I'm gonna get the best lawyer and sue your ass because copyright and trademark are real. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to date back when two designs were released are real. Yeah. So just because I may have a small following does not take away from the fact that I was the owner or the creator of X, Y, and Z, and I'm finna sue your ass and take you to fucking court. Cause baby, I'm gonna show my receipts. Okay. And I'm gonna get you good foot. I'm out of here. I just it's it's really disheartening, if anything, and I think. That leads us into (laughs) a bigger conversation of ethics when it comes to fashion businesses, what to do, what not to do, what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, because um, 
if y'all actually gave a fuck, y'all would be calling some of these businesses out. Mm. But instead, y'all are supporting these bitch ass boutiques and buying these fake ass Telfars instead of just going to Telfar. And I understand that his stuff is sold out and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I hate that. He had to do something about that. But here's the thing. I'd rather wait for an authentic one That's than true. to pay for a fake one. Now, I let me play devil's advocate. Okay. So, <sighs> me, I'm the type of person, if I'm going to spend a certain dollar amount and it's labeled luxury, mm-hmm. I need, it needs to be luxury from head to toe. Okay. Now, from what I've seen of the tail far, because I don't own one, um, I'm not completely sold on it yet. That makes sense. Um, but from what I've seen of it, it doesn't give me three hundred dollars. I I can agree with you. On I that. just and I'm just like again, like I said in the previous episode too. I'm only gonna. You know, spend my money. I know where stuff is made and how it's made and how much it costs mm. for them to kind of make it. So if you gonna have some quality product, okay, yeah, I'm gonna spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on a great product. But you gotta, you know, I know you gotta make money too, cause I get that too, cause it costs a lot of money to make goods especially clothing and accessories. It Agreed. costs lots of money. It does. But as for me and my house, I'm not finna have no tail fly right now just because it's popping. I want to support, but it's just like, I'm not getting ready to buy one of them big ones because it's... The big ones are cheap. It's they, like they real look cheap. loose and I'm like... Because hey. the material that he decides to use for them, that in my opinion, it only works for the mini bag. But when, yes. but when you get yes. up to the medium and then the big, it's vegan letter. Take whatever you want from that. I have no opinion on that, but it does not have yeah. enough structure, right. in my opinion, for it to be as much. However, I would rather either not spend my money or to wait for a small one in the color that I want when mm-hmm. it's back in stock mm-hmm. versus going to one of y'all bitch ass Instagram boosties. <laughs> And I'm going to keep referencing that. If you have a problem with it, fight me. My DMs are open and we can talk. Um, And buy a bootleg one. I don't feel like in my age, just to me, it doesn't feel right. Um, You may not give a fuck. You may feel like, or to play devil's advocate on myself, you may feel like, well, if you telling us that it's okay to bootleg off Chanel and Gucci, then why are you telling me that it's not okay to, uh, you know, bootleg off of this person or that person? And the difference is because we need to support our own. Yeah, like baseline ain't nobody else gonna support us besides us, and we need to be we need to do better about that. Yeah, I see. I often romanticize the like the past where we was in segregation and we all <laughs> had. <laughs> I, I, I say, I take um. Here comes Jay now. Right, no, no. Listen, listen. Let me flesh this all the way listen, out. Linda. Right. So, I mean, during the time where we had no choice but to rely on each other and our businesses and our things, like, we had full strips in cities all across the country that were black businesses. We had to get our dresses and our suits and everything made by a black maker. You know what I'm saying? Our food, our cater, everything. So, I'm saying, like, let's have that attitude, that collective work, you know. That responsibility, you know, cooperative economics. Come on, Kwanzaa, seven principles. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, like cooperative economics where we support our own and we build up our own. Because we rely too much on these, you know, unfortunately other, you know, designer luxury brands to make us feel like we made it. Agreed. Like, I'm, have the same respect that you have for these Chanel's and Gucci's and all this other bullshit. Absolutely. And have it for, it doesn't matter if they don't cost thousands of thousands of dollars. It's have the, the same respect. It's the exclusivity. It's like, it's like when, I, when I go to the mall, I go to a schnook, and someone's like, and someone's like, oh my gosh, I love your tail far. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, and no one else in the store has a tail far, but me and yeah. person, like. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's the that's what I'm looking for. Like everybody has a Chanel bag, everyone has a Louis bag. Like and it's, everybody, like the fucking everybody it's disgusting for though to see all these Louis bags and, I, and 
You go to the grocery store. But why? Because it's like it's so easily accessible. Everyone, everything is. But see, I think that runs into uh, that gives me elitist and classism. Yes, like elitist and classist. Because it's like, why can't the girl, you know, in the PJs have her Louis? But, but you know, it's just, it's basically, because I hear that conversation all the time. Like, well, I, you know, everybody got it. And, you know, why can't everybody have it? That's the point of, and that's why we wear wearing Telfars. That's yeah. why we wearing Louis, because everybody mm-hmm. got it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get it. I don't like wearing what everybody got. But I'm Agreed. not going, you're not going to see me in no Louis and stuff like that. I'm no. going to find the unknown designer that's. Smashing, agreed. Or if it designs. is a Louis or Chanel, it's one. Of, it's not the same damn yeah. classic brown monogram. Yeah, it's not gonna be that. Like I saw it's some girl. Bro. Yeah, I right, saw bro. some girl. But what to, if you is, bro? Which I am. It's wrong with it. My cat, my cash app is Black Rap Style. Mine is like uh, K Jab K J A B. Cause baby, and mine is Talk Nice to Me T L K. The number two in Cause, cause we broke. Okay. <laughs> But I agree I'm pre-rich. I don't like to say broke. I'm pre-rich. Bitch, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm budgeting. So, I'm just going to be allowing for a lot of stuff like that. But no, honestly, you... But I get people, what you're saying, but, but people feel like they are, like, above you when they're in their Louis bag and they're in their, their Chanel bag. And it's like, girl... Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's a personal problem, though. That, it's, that goes deeper than, oh, I got this bag that you ain't got. And it's like, I don't even care about your bag. Like, cause I'm not the I'm not the designer girl. I don't. I true. Those designers do not make me jump for joy. And then on top of that, and and I'm okay. Y'all not gonna like when I say this. A lot of those Uh-oh. designers do have their stuff manufactured absolutely in China. Yes, and then they send it to their quote unquote country of origin mm-hmm. for the trims and embellishments. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know where I can get a technically fake Louis bag for 45 damn dollars. Yes. Yes. Because I have my manufacturing connects. Y'all may not like that. I don't give a flying fuck. Because if it's literally in the same manufacturer that would, it, the base was made before mm-hmm. it was sent to Italy or France or wherever it is just to put on the gold hardware and even they even got that in the manufacturer that you could buy no. for an intentional 10 damn dollars. Yep. I literally have a black Louis upstairs that when I was still working at my old job, my boss got, when she was on her trip, I paid her $45. And it was the same bag that's in stores now that I think yes. is retailing for $2,500. Yeah. I literally get on YouTube and watch. Because I was like, I was interested in bag making at one point in time. Which mm-hmm. I still kind of am. And it. I watched somebody in China, the man that speaks no English. Yeah. He didn't even talk in the video. And the only the only thing the caption said was this is not a this is not a Birkin 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 because they have to do that for copyright yeah because they get but it down. literally was a pattern yes. that was a Birkin bag yes. it was the same thing as a Birkin bag yes like, and then they send it off to that country of origin so do you like the des- so when people are obsessing over these designer brands are you obsessing over the quality? And the luxury of <laughs> no, or is, it, or, or is it the name? It's the it's name. Because Birkins give me granny bags. I, like, I, like, I like Birkins. I, I like them. the way they look. Okay, I don't, can they we go back? Like like can we go back to Circle? Like 2000 and when did I graduate? Like 2012, 13, 14. Because Aldo had them same bags that I got in every color. I hate them bags now. My grandmother had, I, I don't get the hype had bags like that when she passed away. Like we was playing up stuff like I racked up on a whole bunch of stuff and it wasn't no bur- it like it looks the So then yes. Jay, let me ask you this. So then let me ask you this. Let me ask you it's, this. It's thing. not my style, I'll say that. Okay. But it does give me grandmother. But it then let me ask me- you this. What is the hype? Since we're talking about hypes about these luxury brands, what the hell is the hype about a Birkin? Because I don't get the, the it's appeal. The, it's the name. The it's the name. Uh, so it's the name. Based on what I've seen and researched, is the what you mean the, the name? Because nobody probably know the fucking origin of Birkin, so I'm confused. Hermes exactly, or Hermes, yeah, or anything. So if I'm they confused. know the origin of a lot of these companies, would you, not, you if y'all knew if the you, origin of a lot of these designers, twice. you would not be buying. And that's my whole point. You I am the, so I'm okay with you going and bootlegging your name brand luxury brands that are promoted because I promise you they are rooted in shit that you do not want to be associated with. Now I do like I won't buy a Birkin, but I will buy a Sonic Saturday. 
Yes. Yes. I will run into give me a Sony. Hell yes. Like she came and took the game by storm, moved to LA, and was pitching her backseat man, and they was not messing with her. Her stuff is dope. Like that's the type of stuff I want to support. Like, but, but overall, it's it's the materials used to make the bag. So, but a whole crocodile, <laughs> like you, it's hard to find these materials sometimes. Oh, I don't mm. want to wear a dead crocodile. I'm yes. a yes. Animals are living beings too. But y'all eat me. <laughs> but uh, that's all I'm gonna say. That, that we they say are that materials. Uh, we supposed to material world. I'm gonna say is this: they say to y'all or the common consumer that don't know shit about production that these materials are quote unquote hard to find. That's bullshit. But whatever. Yeah. Because that's because that's not true. At all, it, it's not true. That's but what I, that's I what dye mills. No, that's what dye mills are for. That's why they have people in China to go find your damn materials and fabrics, and they charge you a little up free, and then go uh, about they uh, motherfucking fee, a little cheap. That's all it too. is. So now, though, more since COVID, baby, everything went up. Yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, that was not even because of COVID. That was because our good friend, uh, Mister Cheeto, hit. <laughs> Because he basically was going back and forth with China, and now they said, "Fuck y'all, Americans! This is what the fuck we, we getting ready to do." Nice. And then they impose uh, more tariffs and do up and shit. He, yeah, Oof. so they ain't even got shit to do with China or uh, COVID. Damn. That's why we need to bring our factories and now back, to, back to America. the USA. Make it make it I honestly think that it would just be way easier for us to live our best lives. It really would. It's yeah. going to be higher. It's going to be a lot higher. But I think it'll be it'll be good for the economy, period. Correct. It'll be good for the morale of the country because people can actually have jobs God. and have a decent living. Because the internships well. that you can get with, the, with, 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 the, with those things. Because I know mm-hmm. when I was first even trying to become into this fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Um, this My high school offered a program where they were like, you know, you can go get your dream job. When I dream job. Listen, you can go work in the field you want to work in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, send, send me to the fashion field. Like, don't send me to no motherfucking library. I'm like, no <laughs> library. Don't send me to no motherfucking library. No motherfucking science student, two no kids. Like, I love the kids. Right, but, but no. that's not what I'm here for. And I got a chance to work with um, a local premium denim boutique. And mm-hmm. so I was going to sneaker release parties. Like industry parties, so it just it opened up my mind to like what all I could do in fashion, where mm-hmm. these things go, like these events, the who's who, who's wearing this stuff. So, you know, having that, but had I had like a manufacturing experience yeah. or mm-hmm. going to somewhere where a dye mill or but that's make- the thing is like, and I I agree with you. We need to make, and are we talking about this on this episode? No, that's on episode three. So this is a good introduction into what we are going to talk about. Um, I think we need to have a little bit more visibility as far as like what the hell can you fucking do in this industry? Yeah, because it's, um, it's so many gatekeepers too. When I tell you, I have to learn on my own. Fashion, yes. like, I think that's so disgusting when the girls don't want to tell you where they get that shit. When I tell you, and it's like, and don't when I come out with my clothing line, don't be that bitch because I will not send you no more no more pieces. We would not. You will be off my mailing list. I don't. Because that's just that's late. That's so late. Okay. That's late. Like, yeah, it is. I, I hate that. Because it's like people really out here, they want the they information. They trying to figure out how to break into the industry. Now, it's some, it, now, it's some people out here that's some low-down, dirty, sneaky, snake-in-the-grass dog. It is. That, but even like baseline, especially for us as like black people, mm-hmm. I don't feel like we are given the same opportunities. And I, uh, I will literally tell you, at my old job... Um, and I'll even say it because they can suck my dick, Aquarius. Oh, um, my God. Okay. We're going to beep that out. No, we're not because I've been talking so much shit about them. Beep, and they, they beep, know not to do anything beep, because beep. I will follow suit for discrimination. And I have the evidence. So Can they, we not do this? They, they, talk I don't care. They oh, ain't heaven, stupid. Heaven, help us. They, they ain't going to do shit. But Princesses. my whole thing is I had to learn Man. my job. Joseph. I, I <laughs> Fuck them. Are you doing I had to learn my job. From YouTubing, what I had to do because I didn't have the proper training in place. There wasn't even like a baseline. Like this is what you're supposed to do. This, that, and the third. I I still was not ever granted to be able to go to China as a product developer, but everybody else in my job was able to go to China. So as a product developer, and I wasn't just 
managing one account or anything like that. I managed over 30 fucking accounts, including Fila, Urban Outfitters, Aldo, Anthropology, Freak People, a fucking host of them. I never even was able to see up close firsthand the product being made from scratch to end. None of that information is, it's not well known. Like, you can't yeah. even go to they were gatekeeping even within the organization there's not a lot of product or um programs i should say in product development in order for you to learn that i'll even take my you know education i love my school to death um if you're in st louis seba is a great um institution to get your associates or bachelors in fashion but when i was going they were only promoting fashion retail mm-hmm. you know and that wasn't my thing i didn't want to necessarily be in retail especially for being a mom retail does not make sense for me mm-hmm. um and i would have learned a love to do something in product development to at least help me but in st louis i don't think that there are a lot of programs in that yeah. so what we're going to talk about on our next episode i think we just have to have a little bit more visibility and access to information in order to make uh, the best decision on how we can actually break into the industry because everybody is not meant to be a designer. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Everybody don't want to fucking deal with retail because y'all as customers suck nuts. Oh, I saw a post that God. said that Y'all are terrorists. <laughs> terrorists. said there was a post on, on, on some social media that I couldn't agree with more. It said that if you work retail, you should be allowed to fight at least one customer. Yes. <laughs> I cannot agree because customers of retail are terrorists, and you are expected. Any, any, baby. I used to work at this terrible place, this call center, and them people would call and be like, you know, um, your flag in the front is uh not flying at half mast because a police officer was killed yesterday, and we're like, what the what. Why are you calling me with Honey, this? we sell candy bars. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, crazy. Like, it's, yeah, people, it's some crazy people out there. For real, for real. Uh, yeah, retail is a different, it's, it's a different kind of monster. It's stupid. Especially face to face. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck but, if you can buy this damn shirt. I don't give, get, get the fuck out my store. <laughs> it's basically my mentality. If it ain't my shirt that I produce... Oh, I don't like. Okay, well then put it down. Get the fuck out. Like, what? What you want me to do? Really persuade you to buy this stupid shirt? You get, you know, all these. You know, I'm a designer, but you only make your t-shirts on t-shirts. That's gonna be another episode. <laughs> um, next episode. Y'all, we gotta go. We get put out. We get put out. We get put out. broke my fucking wall. Oh my god. Um we're gonna talk about this on We didn't make this to the time. They call my job acting up like this at AK House, which is what y'all gonna do in the studio. Okay. Baby, just give me some little uh some baby bumpers. I'll be good. You have a deposit this time. I gotta turn my glasses on. Okay. Deposit. Oh, my this is why deposits exist. This is why this is why you right Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about all that next episode. Okay. On our next episode, we are gonna talk about um why some of y'all are not stylists, so why some of y'all are not designers, and why some of y'all don't belong in retail. But also a a, a more productive and constructive conversation on other things that you can do in the fashion industry that may align more with your strengths and your talents. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that. So, um, <laughs> bitch, you the broke my day. <laughs> Okay, so okay, I want to get back into the whole. When ethics. being shady goes wrong, <laughs> I, and, and that was my honest truth. I wasn't even trying to be shady. And Jesus, well, the boss, said, "Shut up." Yeah. Right. 
Oh my. Okay. So to get back into the whole ethics conversation, because we were talking about again, especially with black brands and designers and all that other type of sh- like, just do your best not to 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 be ethical about your purchases. If, if for me and y'all can have your own different opinions, I just feel like. Again, if you are going to black market, I prefer you to black market the whitewash brands that have proven time and time again that they don't give two shits about us as black people, whether it's the consumer or whether it's the professionals, um, and leave the black designers out of it. Like, bootleg the white and save your money for the black. Well, let me let me say this. I'm okay. kind of, you know, clean it up a little bit. Oh, what? <laughs> not a filter on me. It's not a filter because there are, in general... Designers and creatives who make things on a smaller scale, you know what I'm saying? Support those businesses. Those two, yes. Because even the, what you call them? The bitch ass uh, Instagram boots. The bitch ass no, Instagram boots. Bitch ass boots. Don't want to play like stylist. Oh, <laughs> you have, my bad. Uh uh-uh, uh, she gets, see. But, but see, uh-huh. I break the glass when I'm. <laughs> but no, you know, so support small businesses, but if especially because I am black, we are black, yes. support black businesses yes. because we know it's difficult on, you know, our end. But support small business quit. Yes. Yeah. Quit. You want people to support you fully, do the same for others. You know what I'm saying? Get with your your colleagues and say, Hey, I need help with this. How can I do this, that, and the third? The worst that somebody can say is no because, like we said before, which we'll be discussing in another episode about gatekeeping and all that type of stuff. Some people do gatekeep information, but that's this business. You have to get out there and ask. The worst thing they can say is no, I don't know. Then you go to the next person and the next person. You always don't hear no's in this business, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You didn't die. Keep pushing. Keep going. Do right by your people. Okay. segue into our second topic um ethics because that's what we were talking about at first i think um (laughs) a lot of fashion businesses and i'm going to okay on this topic i'm going to censor um you probably still will know who i'm talking about again if anybody has any issues with what i say my dms are always open because ak always has time but i will censor and be as, as professional as i can about shit don't dm me uh, well, no, <laughs> if you got an issue with what Kayla says, DM me and I'll, and I'll cuss you out for her. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I think a lot. Or you can DM Jay. I am, no, don't DM me. You get blocked. I'm not doing all this. I do, because it's fun. Hey, um, <laughs> block, baby. Well, block. I think I don't you, even you, look you at my block? DMs, y'all. You I hear me like. <laughs> you don't. But <laughs> I think a conversation that very much needs to have um, to extend on the whole conversation of ethics. A lot of y'all that are in business, especially in fashion business, y'all suck. Um, <laughs> y'all customer service sucks ass. Y'all business Ooh. practices are piss poor. And that's Ooh. probably a, a better version of what I'm trying to say. Um, I think we need to talk about it. And I feel like, and I'm going to only say here because I don't have, me personally, I don't have exposure to other cities. So I can only say for St. Louis there's a lot of issues that y'all have, but then people don't feel comfortable calling it out. Because like, if someone says anything, and it's not even negative, but if someone says something that's the truth, they get called a hater. You know. That word is used very loosely. It is! So we're going to use this as a safe space. Because again, y'all ain't going to come to none, neither one, three of us. But and then so and we're going to try to help y'all. Space for y'all to to who feel like this as well, or you know, True. If you have a uh, educated, or if you have you haven't experienced, yeah, if you haven't, so you can, so you can, so you can be aware, yeah, so you can be aware, and hopefully not get into some of these situations that we know of or that we experience or that we just know is unfortunately common practice that should not be. Yeah. So the first one is always, always getting everything 
in writing on a contract. Okay, baby. Like, <laughs> if contracts don't exist, if there's no agreement on paper where you can take it to a judge, and she says, well, where's the agreement? You have that agreement, you ain't got nothing. With, with no contract, you have nothing. Even if there's no contract, I, and I think I told you this in our stylist training, I don't like to talk about business on the phone. Or if I do like to talk about it on the phone, I'm sending a recap via email because people love to forget what the fuck they say. Absolutely. And I, it, listen, I ain't moving listen, without man contract. Listen, we're all calls contract. with their minds in the purposes. Because you ain't going to see it. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll bring up an example. And she's going to unfortunately be used for a couple of examples. And that just shows you that some of y'all don't need to fucking be in business. Ooh. I had a particular boutique. Not going to say a name. I'm not going to say a business name. A particular boutique that I asked to pull a couple of pieces from for my client shoot. Um, I sent that all in email. So, again, I don't do phone conversations when it comes to business. I'm emailing. Um, she said, okay. She even sent a PDF of apparently like her borrowing policy and stuff like that. We went over to her house. My client tried some stuff on. The client even bought stuff there just to have so she was still getting money spent for her business um we got done so just like we're kind of at a, a table scenario like this here i asked at her table just to remind me since we are all in the same place what is your pool policy all she said was i just need to have a valid credit card on file no issues so no way yes my question in any other cities is that a normal policy Yes, you're either having a credit card policy or a credit card yeah, on file or you're paying a 20% deposit that will go towards dry cleaning, incidentals, and stuff like that. And the, so and I, and the more you have a name, honestly, the the less you would have to even do that. And but to that standard, point. Yeah, it's and, standard yeah. for a credit card, on, to have a credit card on file. And okay. to that point, the person that I was styling... She has her own well-developed brand and the pictures that we actually did for the shoot end up getting in a lot of big name outlets. And I'm just going to leave it at that. So mm -hmm. she had like I sent my her media kit along with the pull request to just validate her who she was. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just a regular person like this was someone that we could make something happen for. Um, so two days before I was supposed to pick up the pieces, um, I'm like, Hey, I'm just confirming that this day, this time works. Um, it was so great seeing you. Woo, woo, woo. And then I get a Shopify invoice for like $400. Bitch, what? And I asked her, I was like, Hey, um, what is this per our conversation? You just need a credit card on file. Is this just showing like the retail value of what we're pulling. I don't know. I don't let people pull anything from me for free. Two days before the shoot, after we already had conversations. <clears throat> That's wild. Clear it conversations. Is. Clear, Clear conversations. That's so wild. I even forwarded the previous email conversations to my client to make sure that I didn't drop the ball, which I didn't. And so then we well, had to... drop the balls now. Here's the thing. I drop balls sometimes, but... If, cause I, I'm woman enough to like, if I did do something wrong, I would say, mm -hmm. but that was a situation where I fucked up. I was basically getting fucked over, unfortunately. So then, and this even goes into another like tip to avoid. So in the process of us trying to find clothes for this shoot with two days, we try to reach out to a boutique for this fedora. Mind you, the retail value is like $34.99. She is charging $50 to pull, and we still had to return the hat. No, ma'am, that hat mine. <laughs> so, she, <laughs> so my client... Honestly, it should have been used as a hat. Yeah. You know, so... Because, you know, hats you can't... Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. 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 So we, unfortunately, ran into a couple other boutiques that just, just did not have their the stuff... Together, mm -hmm. and even after all that, because there were like this, there was this one outfit that my client was so dead set on. Even after this girl fucked me over, my client still spent money with her because we had a very distinct look in mind, and she was the only one that and had that outfit. And change. it was too late to change. 
So that's why I say that's why I get everything in writing. Yeah, because even if something does happen, you can still prove that you didn't do it, honey. Everything, and have everything plans. is just a, yes. a cute have backup plan. Everything is a cute conversation until you send that in, until the invoice is sent from the client, and until contracts are signed with your vendors. Agreed. Like that's that's it. Because people talk a lot. I noticed too. Being, uh, I am a native of St. Louis. I lived. Uh, in Dallas for a long time, but I'm back in St. Louis. What I noticed about the culture and fashion in St. Louis is that we are behind. We are. No shade <laughs> at all, but I've worked in, you know, all the big fashion cities and it's totally, you know, everybody understands the culture. Like here, I noticed like, don't nobody know what pulling is. No, if you were in New like, York, you would basically be able to call, say, I'm a stylist either for this brand or worry. underneath whoever, and you would be able to walk into somebody's showroom and be able to pull. Yeah, they, they will understand the process. They understand the process. be like, yeah. yeah, I do that or whatever. Boutiques um, here be like, what the fuck is pulling? What is Never mind, don't even worry about it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it it's mostly black um, boutiques because I have literally went into mm-hmm. this boutique in St. Charles the woman was nice. She had some beautiful pieces. Mm. I said, oh, I'm like, I'm like, one day I may want to use some of your stuff. She was like, yeah, just send me an email. And she was like, I got you. She's like, you can have whatever you want. Because she understands. You know, she understands the culture of fashion and having, getting uh, branding and marketing and stuff yeah. like that from, you know, your your shoot that you may do. That's gonna you have to stop being money hungry. It's, it, it's consumers. And not it's, even money hungry. If you're going to put yourself in the position to be in the business of fashion, yeah. you need to be versed in what the fuck it means to be in the fucking business of fashion. And to pick That's back your off, responsibility. Piggyback off James. Yeah. Don't, don't, you don't. You every don't, opportunity is not attached to a paycheck. Yeah, like if you don't want to give it away, give it away for free. I've went, I've went into a lot of black businesses where I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. I see you're up and coming. You are up and coming boutique. Mm-hmm. I do photo shoots, so let me get some pieces. And the girl just said, "I said I don't do that. You gotta buy it." And to me, my wig was was blue back. So I'm just like, okay, that's cool, you know. So you just you really cannot like y'all. You you won't always get paid for everything. No, and that's okay. But don't be trying to be out here being rude and and, and doing shady shit. And doing things that just are not ethically. And then get mad when motherfuckers call you out. And the thing is, too, I just to play devil's advocate for the business owner, a lot of these businesses have gotten burned by people. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So they are like very cautious, as I would be, because that merchandise is cheap. You know, especially now during the times we live in, it takes, you know, 40 days and 40 nights to get a pair of earrings. That's why you charge deposits. and, And that's true, too. But, you know, it's just like do your research first, cause Agreed. you know you never know who you're talking to. Agree. Cause Agreed. I know you know not to toot my own horn, but my my credentials go long and wide. But that's but, the thing. But so nobody would have, know because I wear a lot of just athletic wear all but that's the time. The thing. I don't if look you are, and, If you, you were know, to reach out to a boutique, you probably and I'm going to assume, but probably what you would do is. Yeah, you may have an initial face-to-face conversation, mm-hmm. but you won't email back and you finna send credentials. Yeah. You finna send a, a portfolio. You finna send a media kit. You finna send, oh, well, this is actually who I've worked with and what I've been in. Yeah. And I'm very st- strategic with that anyway. Case in point, too, with a tip, uh, two is seeing yourself ahead of time. If you've done your research and you know you want to work with this brand and stuff, mm-hmm. you should have you a professional letterhead yep. and a professionally written letter yes. with no grammatical errors, no small case lettering and stuff like that. No y'all, two different fonts. Yeah, y'all, oh, y'all go got to, we got go to do better, y'all. Like, I've worked with people like that are in, the, in Hollywood and their emails are garbage. You know what I'm saying? It's like, girl, this is not you. You're not texting your homegirl. Well, it just shows that you're not putting in enough effort. So why should yeah. I care if you're not Exactly. Caring? So it's like, no, ma'am, you know. Oh. But, you know, put in the effort. Go on Canva. It's free. You can make you a cute letterhead. Sure Create can. you a logo. You know what I'm saying? It's when when you take yourself seriously, okay. and I learned this too, being in the business, 
people other people will take you seriously. Agreed. So, you know, send you send you a letter out saying, Hey, this is, you know, my name is Chanel Secrets and I am a up and coming fashion stylist and I would love to work with you. Blase, blase, blase. Agreed. Hell, if y'all want a template that you can DM me about, I'll send you know, me I'll too. be happy to send you a cute little template. You know, if you want a style, style, well, some people call it a style procurement letter. Yeah. Um, but we just say pull letter. Yep. Um, so, yeah, hit me up if you really want some help. But don't be in my DMs thinking you're going to get, you know. Because you're going to get charged that consultation fee. Period. Pooh. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. This is another one. Like um, I said, 20 years plus. Experience. Okay. So you know, I did my ten thousand hours. You gotta pay for that. <laughs> okay. So another thing that I, I think have an issue with, and this is simply because I have experience, you know, in product development, so I understand what things actually cost. Mm-hmm. Um boutique owners, y'all really have to go back into like your retail buying and start to really price your things. Yes. Because Y'all just be pricing things just to make gobs of money, but the price doesn't make sense. Yes. Case in point, a lot of y'all are selling these ego shoes. Ego is not a wholesale site. Ego is a site that is accessible to anyone. So why am I finna sit up here and buy your ego shoe for 60 plus dollars when I can go on ego right now and get that shoe for twenty nine ninety nine yeah. with 15 percent off you don't want to wait for shipping nothing no 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 ego shoe ships within a week a week okay i'm not paying 60 damn dollars and then on top of that play devil's advocate okay sure i'm gonna pay 60 dollars for the convenience because you're here mm-hmm. you're in st louis why the fuck are you charging a pickup fee why in the fuck yes. are you charging a yes, he's a little honey's dad. No, 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 no. And I have to come to you. Mm. So you're charging for me to come pick it up from you? You're not even bringing it to me? <laughs> wow, somebody doing it? Yes. The same girl that reneged on me and fucked me over. Oh. So, um she 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 going to do right next time. No, she not, but yes, she I don't think she cares and that's fine. Oh. But I say all that to say, um yes, your price is your price. But they have to as be a competitive. It's, it's not, not in even, the market. Like it the I got, it has to make sense. Do your market research. You have it's to important. do your market research or for example, Jan Charte, I love her. Um that's my fashion sis. She has been able to prove how to make four, five, six-figure days when it comes to retail. Mm. She worked in retail for a number of years. The job that she was working at, they basically shut down. She wrote a book and then started her own boutique. And she basically, I think she's probably made over a million dollars with that boutique alone. Period. I know she does retail coaching. Go find you a coach that can tell you this is price right. This is not price right. It's important because you because don't just be pricing shit. Don't just be pricing shit at an eighty percent margin just because you're trying to make as much money as possible. There's a difference between being competitive and you just putting numbers out there because you don't know any fucking better. Yeah, because people and then you're wondering why you're not getting sales. Yeah, because you left with a gang of merchandise that you can't. And then you gotta end up clearancing it out. Yeah, and then you're only getting wholesale price. Your wholesale price better than yeah. And that's what I'm saying, especially for like, there's a difference between, I don't have a problem paying it if I can't easily get it. Like, if this is only available in the wholesale market, then I can't say shit because I'm not a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. But if you are selling shit that I can get from any other website and there are multiple websites selling the same product and it's accessible to any consumer, I think I'm allowed to question your pricing when it does not make sense. Yeah. There's a difference between being competitive and you just marking shit up to make the most money. Like, I I should be able to question that, and for other people as consumers, you won't be getting y'all won't y'all will not starting a business is not an overnight thing. It's hard. You will not make. You won't be in the black <laughs> next month, honey. Because I've had several businesses. <laughs> and ask me how many of them I'm running now. You know how many? One. <laughs> 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 my own, my own you know, 
But they've they been mine. Like, I had a, a, a clothing store, accessory store. Like, that shit is hard. It it's is. hard. Like, you got to do your due diligence. And because celebrities do it, because they have a following. They have three million, three million followers already. That's an established base. And even them motherfuckers be having piss poor service. Come don't on. you know what just... the fuck um they be doing anyway? And they be getting called out because they think because they a celebrity and we, that this shit's gonna come. We easy. see it all the time when they be like, "Damn, she stole this from this person." Or damn, what well, uh, stole... not sweetie? Uh, what's the big lotto had that whole Swiss? They, they was calling her the, the the Swiss swindler. She was stealing Swiss lace weeds from the girls and wasn't what? doing. Yeah, she wasn't. Oh, doing... she cleared that. She cleared herself about this. She oh, said, right. "Yeah, she said the girl sent her the wigs, and basically it was one of these bartering situations. Like an mm-hmm. influence. She thing. was. Yeah, she was supposed to shout her out, and supposedly See? she did. That's why get your paperwork in order. Like contracts. Yeah, get your paperwork in order. If you want to send a celebrity something for free, just know that." It's guaranteed they might not even wear it. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed they, might, it's, they it. might not even get it. Yep. They uh their team may have taken it. Yep. It's a whole bunch of stuff that happens in between. That's why you need to have your contract. If they say, Oh, well, yeah, I want this wig, or her team says, Yeah, I want this piece or have whatever. Some type have of your paperwork ready and and going. Yep. Have it loaded up before you pack and piece a box. For anything, because okay. these these people will get over on you for real, and then you can't do anything, and you can't do nothing about it. But go and whine on uh, social media, and they be like, "Girl, shut up!" Oh you, my god, you wanted the cloud and whatever. Speaking if you that, care about that type of thing, speaking of that, I think that goes into the next tip. Y'all need to really work on y'all social media etiquette. What I I'm not saying here's the thing, because I'm gonna say what the fuck <laughs> I'm gonna say on social media. However. How am I, how can I verbalize this? First off, I'm not going to be prone to buy anything from you if I know that you are known for going off on your customers when someone says something Ooh. that you don't like. Okay. And that it I think that can also and I think that also can be linked to like <laughs> piss, dusty. it is dusty. It's and I feel like and I feel like it can be linked to like piss poor ass customer service, which we can talk about in a minute. But what I'm saying But what I'm saying is if I know that you are messy as fuck on your social media, whether it's your personal or your business page, and you make it a point to call your customers out because they sent in a complaint. Or this and the third, I'm not gonna be prone to buy from you because if I have a complaint, I wish the fuck you would call me on social media. And the thing is, too, you can have some fire ass stuff too. But if if you had to, if you always every other day you going off on somebody because they said uh, you something you don't like about mm-hmm. your you know quality or whatever, then girl, that means you this not the right business for you, girl or boy or they. Because everybody like, is you, not gonna like, and then everybody's, everybody's not, not gonna, gonna like, like it. Everybody's not gonna like it. On top of that, we are also human, so yes, it's not above you to make a human mistake. And if your That's customer it. calls it out, hey, I apologize. You're right. Let me. Let me see what I can do to rectify. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't know what accountability means. It's foreign. It's it's changeless to them. Maybe they need some like like back to what you said, a coach. Yes. (laughs) And and, and, and I'm promoting Jans just because I want to. This ain't uh, sponsors. This is not sponsored. (laughs) Nothing like that. Jans will get you fucking right. Um, and I know I think she goes over like customer service or like stuff like that. But also have you a mentor? Yes. And, and, and not just your cousin that you know, no shakes of people because not Pookie. Not Pookie them. But people that actually are where you wanna be. People yes. that have yeah. that, are, that are operating in the black, that mm-hmm. have a successful business, yeah. that are doing what you wanna do because they can tell you how to do it. Agreed. Yeah. Can't nobody tell you how to do something if they ain't never did it. Okay. Yep, that's true. Or that's instead fast. of having a mentor, because maybe you can't find a mentor that you want. There are so many resources out here. Like people are always hosting free webinars, free summits, free this, free that. You have to be willing to do invest in yourself. Y'all, Google exists. Yeah. And there are so much information on Google. And if you and even 
I know, and with that mentorship thing is really tricky. Mm -hmm. The thing is, what a lot of people fail at too, though, is creating and building relationships. That's what it's not, and it's not just because y'all suck ass. And you know, people suck at networking because people are. People are piss poor ass people. They suck ass. They're bad ass they people. They have bad ass people. They're bad business people. We'll say they're bad. No, they're people. bad personally too. Well, I think it's a personality thing too. Yes. Because I will say, even at the shoot, like, we, you know. Who? <laughs> again, just, just give me oh, a, no, I ain't no, 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 no. No, I'm doing that. Tell me. No. I know who I'm calling. No, but. But no, but even then I noticed that there was opportunity for the St. Louis fashion community. I mean um to the St. Louis fashion community <laughs> to work on real networking. That's what it, and it really real, was though. It was a networking. Well you have to know how to do it instead of being if y'all know me. But the thing is click is it's, it's clicking. clicking. Now, granted, every Taylor city, is a, <laughs> granted, every city got clicks, but people know how to. Yeah, it's super bad, which yeah. I experienced at the photo shoot, and I was just like, "Oh, but you have to be afraid to look uh, look crazy and people looking at you strange when you come up and say, "Hey, my name is Kayla. What's your name? What do you do?" <sighs> How do you, you know, like, tell I'll them how long you've been doing it. Like, yeah. that is, like, networking one-on-one. Nobody likes to do it, but you got to do it. And once you get to the networking point, you have to build relationships. With, you know, going to circle it back home. Agreed. Yeah, build the relationship. Like, hey, let's go out for coffee. Let's talk, you know, whatever. No, it's not going to be a pick-your-brain session. But build, you know... I want to know you care about me and you and that I can help you if you really are looking for the help. You know what I'm Agreed. saying? Agreed. So, but yeah, get n- point number two, learn how to network. And you know, Miss Keith speaks. She is a wonderful woman. She is. She, she has some pretty good networking uh, tips. And I think one of her things is saying networking is your superpower. Um, yeah. She really... Um, goes and talks about how to network, how to get these people, and how to get into these relationships. I think she said she had a, a coffee date with somebody in London the other day, virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Going back to just nurturing yeah. the relationship, like Agreed. you, it, it's almost like building a new friendship. Like you have, you can't just. But that's the thing, you and these people, I feel like they aren't open to that, and then they wonder why. They aren't like getting into the spaces that they want to get into. That they not getting the opportunities. Like let's just take all of us for example. Jay reached out to me. We've been cool ever since. I can't remember who reached out to us. We, I think we went to we uh, the to, uh, Noodle House. Yes. We, 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 we met up for lunch. Yeah, we did. And we were great. there for like three hours. She said, it's great. I can see it. All right, right. <laughs> and, and we've been but friends ever since. Me and AK got connected through a big plus size influencer by my name, Maui Bigelow. Yes. And we, I wasn't even living in St. Louis, but she was like, I know you from St. Louis. She in St. Louis. Y'all need to connect. And we connected on Facebook. And we've been cool and ever since. Cool. And, and now we're all on a podcast together. Yeah. It's like, you have to be able to, don't be afraid to reach out to people because you're going to hear a lot of no's. And some people are just, you know, some people dealing with social anxiety. True. So they don't know how to, you know, socially relate to people but I, that's I okay agree. you I know agree. like and then also show yourself friendly why are you know okay and and confident gotta, in your product and yeah. what you offer honey call like, me. it's okay hello call me. let me let me tap call on me call on me y'all need to stop being fucking bitches um, oh my god, why is she so mean, y'all? Y'all, I'm be the, I'm be y'all see, I'm a lover and a nurturer. AK is the, is, is the, ooh. Well, I'm a Sagittarius. So, I, that's another thing, too. What I mean by that is, first off, I think a lot of people act how they act because if they're not big dog, they don't want to grace their presence with anybody else. They love being everybody big fish. Wanna be. And in uh, fact, it's then, a small pond. It is honey. a small pond. So, uh, everybody can't be the big fish. Yeah, every, but y'all can't. Yes, every, you it's can. room. Okay. A it's seat at room. the table. A seat at the black ass table. Period. There is room for all of us. So, and I'm saying this simply because I experienced it. Like, do not talk shit about me 
or about anybody else because, you know, I came up with an idea or this person came up with an idea and you weren't the one to come up with an idea and now you want to sit up here and act a bitch or this. That's not okay. Yeah, because we all not. can eat. We all can be at the same table. You don't know how we can benefit each other, help each other, work with each other, succeed with each other. Y'all want to be the big dogs. And if y'all not the big dogs, y'all want to be complete assholes towards other people and y'all are just rude mean people it, it despite what everybody thinks it is enough for everybody yes it's enough out even here in for this everybody. small city it's even enough in this small city it's enough out here but for y'all want to have stank ass piss poor attitudes like bitch okay and that's what <laughs> and i'm not and i'm not gonna lie that's what i have been experiencing since i've been in st louis like People be mean. I'm like, what is wrong? Be fucking mean for no goddamn reason. Y'all need a But then when you get confronted about your meanness, you wanna you wanna nut the fuck up and not say shit. Get some Reiki work done. Get your chakras aligned. (laughs) Now I know some girls that that, they can get you right now. Okay. Get Get some penis. Oh my god. Yeah, get some penis. Some love and affection. Some love and affection. Yeah. Because ain't no reason for you to be mean. Like it, I, it what's the saying? It takes more muscles okay, to frown it. than to smile. Yes, and that fucks your face up. Smile. You get wrinkles. You get wrinkles when you frowning all the time. So I, I and if you frown all the time, get you a lady, aka a therapist. <laughs> no, we should all get therapy. I, 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 I mean, therapy. I have a therapist. <laughs> I started going to therapy. Yeah. No. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, I love my lady. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I started going to therapy after my dad died. Send me yeah. And then that oh, that unlocked. Cause uh, she okay, she going. Yeah. <laughs> girl, you want to see her? No. See I y'all, see y'all. Y'all see what the girls do? Y'all see what the girls do? No, I they don't want to say. I gotta find me another therapist because she going on sabbatical. Oh, that's yeah. a white people shit. Sabbaticals. You know, sabbaticals. She, 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 she going on a long ass vacation. She going on a long ass vacation. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. I know she is dealing with me. But here's the thing. And <laughs> you see how sabbatical girl? You have some issues. Okay. You know some things. So I'll, even, I'll even take myself and I'm going to play devil's advocate here when we talk about like just being rude for no fucking reason. Yeah. I could easily say that there was a time, probably like 2016, 17, 18, AK, that I was like that. But that also stemmed from a lot of personal shit mm-hmm. that I was going through. It and always does. I, once I started to go to therapy after my dad died in 2017, it opened up my eyes as to what I needed to change about myself from mm-hmm. a personality flaw perspective, yep. who I needed to stop hanging around from a you are who you hang with fucking perspective. True. So what I say, when I say that to say, um, a lot of y'all act like how I used to act. And I, and I was always wondering like, why wasn't anybody trying to buy shit from me? Or why wasn't anybody trying to support my blog? Cause I was really heavy into blogging at that point. Mm-hmm. Or why wasn't all these motherfuckers like not trying to come to my events and shit like that. And in all actuality, I was just a really nasty person. Yeah. And on the opposite end of that, if I were back in the gap, if I were to encounter somebody like you, yeah. I would completely stop. Yep. I would not I, I, yeah. I would not move forward. That would take me all the way down. Cause I'm like, damn, like what is it about me that they don't want to connect with? Agreed. You know, it's all that inner, you know, conflict that goes on. So yeah, you are responsible. For how you treat people. And not necessarily saying that you have to be overly nice. No. Just... Be respectful. Be cordial. And be open to connection and opportunity. Because you never know what can happen from that. Ex- period. Like, I, and if you don't want to be open to connection and opportunity, then I guess that's fine. But at the same time, like, maybe this is not the industry that you need to be in as far as whether it's entrepreneurship or even just baseline nine to five. Because, like... Go work from home. I- yeah, like <laughs> and, and, go go work from home for calls and because I don't know what else to tell you. Fashion industry is a service based in, in industry is. anyway, so you always have to you know kind of be around people. You have to build is building it's relationships. It's a service based industry and it's a networking industry. Like everybody, it's knows relational. It. It's relational. It's like relational. even outside of you doing your business, like mm-hmm. we're always at some type of event. 
party, networking, even when we're not at something specifically for fashion, we're always going to find our little group because that's just what it is. Yeah. Like you have to be able to make this make sense for you. And you're not going to be able to do that by being a bitch. Yeah. Like don't nobody want to deal with bitches. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. So let's leave our listeners off with <laughs> one tip each when it comes to how to really promote your brand with ethics and, you know, a good foundation in mind. Hmm. If you don't have a policy in place for something, say, you know what? Let me get back with you. Yes. That's it. That's a yes. good one. And that's, that's it. That's really good. And then you either come up with a policy or, but don't just be out here saying this and one thing and doing another. So, Yes, if you don't, if, if there's no policy, you don't have the answer. It's okay to say, you know what? Allow me three to five business days to get back with you mm-hmm. on that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, mine is don't be afraid to ask for help. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, that's that's just plain and simple. And don't expect help to be free. And and don't always expect your help to be free. Yeah. But don't be afraid to ask for it because some people are just you know. They out here want to help other people just because. So, and don't be using people either. Oh yes. But yeah. But you know the the, the people that help you with can smell the user. Yeah, 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 for sure, for okay. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I guess for mine sure. is if you're going to put yourself in the position to have your business or do whatever you're going to do, make it a point to do your due diligence to research and invest into your brand. So even outside of, again, finding a coach or this, that, and the third, a lot of this information is readily available, but a lot of people just don't want to put in the time to do fucking research, which boggles my fucking mind. Just two hours a day on Google will get you right. uh, For real. Like, we have Google. We have Bing. We have all these other services. So you can probably find a whole bunch of fucking information on Instagram because people just like to drop drop gems on their uh, Instagram feed. Yep. I just, YouTube, YouTube, TikTok now. Mm-hmm. I just find it very hard for people to say that they don't have time to do this, that, and the third when they are putting themselves in the position to either be their own brand or business owner. Like, if you're going to do that, then you need to do your research. You need to be ever evolving, ever changing, and ever growing. And if you don't feel like that's an important step in your journey, then I, you just need to go get a regular nine to five, go work at home, call center, and call it a day. Yeah. Um, there was one other one I think I wanted to say. Oh, if you are a boutique owner, understand what it means to be published. Understand how, like, all that, getting a pool policy. Because if you want to take your brand to the next level, you have to, you have to understand what that means. Okay. And that means having a pool policy. They're saying, hey, someone wants to borrow your clothes and not actually buy them. And that is okay because... Like she's like okay said, she had a client that got dropped in major publications. Mm-hmm. And once your name is dropped out in the because y'all love clout. I mean, y'all love clout. <laughs> and, and y'all mean, love clout. We, we didn't um we didn't credit her. And, exactly. Cause you, Cause you bought for clothing. Agreed. And you felt and went. Now, now it's and your that's own a wardrobe. underlying thing too. Yeah. Like, like if, if I, I buy this, this I don't, I don't have, have to shit. give you credit. Cause y'all notice yeah. if you if y'all will ever notice sometimes all most times y'all look at a magazine, look at a spread. With celebrities, and it'll say dress Diane von Fuschenberg, right. yeah. shoes client owned, jewelry yep. client owned, yep. and you'll never know whose it is. But by just letting somebody borrow borrow your stuff, like it, yeah, boom. it's your name it's is not out there. It's definitely a benefit of doing that because you, because like when I was working for a style agency, like one of my jobs was to. You know, for different pro- if I was on a certain project, I'm looking, I'm scouring the internet looking for different boutiques and stores who have fly ass shit who we want to pull from. And, you know, for because I work with a celebrity stylist. So, you know, we always were looking for hot shit that we could pull and put on these celebrity clients. So these celebrity clients can tag your business. Yep. Like you never know who is somebody always watching. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Just yeah. keep it in mind. It's all a balance. Find your balance. All right, y'all. So that was our second episode of Where Fashion Meets. I hope that 
y'all enjoyed some of the tips yeah, and tricks and, and you know the I slight I mean look I, I talk a little bit of shit but my shit has um I, I have truth to anything that I say so I mean I hope anything that we said no fuck that no why am I gonna be I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna be the one that said I'm not I'm not gonna be, be Paula Abdul so bad I want to I got to I'm be sorry God I because I have been in this industry for almost damn near a decade. I don't need to be playing nice anymore. What the fuck y'all got is what the fuck y'all got. No for me, and, and y'all gonna accept it or fucking not accept it. But I'm still gonna be AK and, and K still gonna be that fucking bitch. So, <laughs> but uh, make sure to follow all of us individually. So I'll start me, AK Brown STL, on all platforms. I am noir.funk. That's N O I R dot F U N K on Instagram. No Facebook, baby. <laughs> I am J Styles, J A Y I dot Styles on Instagram. And then you can follow the page, um, Where Fashion Meets Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Make sure also to subscribe to us on, I think we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, and then we're on a couple other podcast channels. We would really appreciate it because once we start getting our little following, like we probably are going to do like a little pop up here in St. Louis. Um, we would love to do a live episode. I think that would be dope. I don't think that that really has happened here in St. Louis, yeah. especially on like a fashion type content. Right. Uh, a cute little shindig. Okay. We got to get dressed up. Right. Be so, cute. but we are not going to do that unless y'all subscribe and then tell your friends to tell your friends to subscribe and so on and so forth. So make sure to subscribe to us um, and be checking out next week for the third episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs>